This is Trek to Manliness podcast, episode six. Today I'm with uh, my f- good friend, Andrew Nell. How you doing? Doing well, Nick. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. So it's finals week here uh, for the first semester. So just about wrapping up, a couple more days left. And this is your second to last semester, right? Yeah, I have uh, one final tomorrow, and then I'm, I have one semester left in my college career. Nice. How's that feel to almost be done? Uh, good and bad, or I guess you could call it uh, bittersweet. Yeah. You know, I, I'm definitely ch- excited for the next challenges and adventures I have in my life, but uh, Hillsdale College has definitely been a very special, has a special place in my heart for sure. Yeah, that's good to hear. Um, over the past like three and a half years, what are, have been some things that you've really taken away from your time here or some lessons you've learned? Yeah, I think coming from high school to college, there's been, you know, differences in, in, in every, you know, in every facet of my life, I think. Um, and, and just, and it's that way too, when I move on from college is that starting into a new phase of life, there are so many things that you can change about yourself. There are things that are naturally going to change about your environment. Um, so the change from high school to college, I think taught me, um, you know, the people here at Hillsdale have taught me a lot, but one of the main things is, um, just how I interact with people. I think here at Hillsdale Mm -hmm. realizing, you know, coming from high school where I, where I excelled and I was, you know, you you could say I was special or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, coming here, realizing, you know, (laughs) that's not, I mean, you know, everyone else is just as bright or special or other things like that. Um, like me. So being able to learn, realizing that everyone is just as special as I am, um, has taught me to, you know, be, be a part of people's lives in a more meaningful way. Um, and, and really work on my soft skills, I would say, my social skills instead of my, my, my brain or math or anything, you know, just examples of those things, being able to, um, yeah, become more empathetic. Okay. I would say that's, that's probably the best answer I have. Nice. So, like, um, caring about and loving others in more of a, I guess, outwardly way. Yeah, I, I think I think the big takeaway that I have would be that realizing that everyone has something to bring to the table, uh-huh. um, and I, I think that's something. And you know, we're both a part of the Alpha fraternity here at Hillsdale, and that's something else that has taught me a lot, especially there. But I mean, when I speak about these things, it's Hillsdale, but also ATL. Yeah. And, and realizing that, like I said, people have different gifts, different abilities and, and, and learning from each person, no matter what type of gift or ability they bring to the table has been, has been impactful for me for sure. That's good. How, How do you think, was that something you learned just over time? Was that something you kind of set your mind on or you were kind of, made aware of your freshman year and then decided it needed your attention or I, I think that um, in high school I wasn't as caring or thoughtful to to maybe some of the you know in air quotes outsiders uh-huh. um, and and realizing that like you like I was saying earlier people have stuff that they can bring to the table um, and it, it might not make sense to me at the time but even hearing someone out or talking with someone can can really change, um, can change their whole trajectory or even, you know, how they're acting on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. 
I agree. I think um, taking that time to kind of connect with someone through conversation and talking to them, it does even just like very simple things, just, you know, how's your, how was your final today really makes someone's day better. Um, but going into those deeper questions of, you know, like what's going on in your life, I think really helps people throughout the day. Yeah. I, I would just add that, especially, I mean, you're doing this, this podcast on manly manliness. And I think, um, oftentimes men, especially young men like us who want to be seen as strong and manly or wh- whatever, are almost afraid to open up sometimes. Yeah. So having deep conversations with some of my best friends, sophomore, junior, senior year, has been really impactful. And, you know, we're not talking about these surface level things like, yeah. you know, oh, what's what's the latest sports happening or whatever. It's it's I, I, I found it to be truly deeper. And it's it's these types of conversations that even we're having now that I've found having those types of conversations organically throughout my time here at, at college. And, uh, mm. and I think that's special. That's not something a lot of people are getting. And it, it makes me sad to think that not everyone is able to get the college experience or the life experience I've been able to build here. Yeah. Um, that's something that, well, that was one of the biggest reasons I, I came here was for those conversations because uh, I was fortunate enough to learn at a young age, like the importance of having those conversations with your peers and people that you trust and the way that it it's helpful to express your thoughts in that way um, with other people and get their feedback, but also just, and then to be just be a tool to listen to them. Um, I think it's very impactful. What's something that when you got here, you wish you had known ahead of time? Like what's some advice that you wish someone had told you before? I think this is maybe more applicable to life advice, but it also, um, it, it, it applies to coming here is here, here at Hillsdale. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you've listeners from other places as well, maybe other colleges, whatever. I think it all applies the same as just put yourself out there. I, there, there are times where I wish I would have gone and done this or done that or put myself out there, applied for this scholarship, whatever. Um, and now I can only look back and say, man, what if I would have done that? Um, however, you know, worst case, I always try to think in worst case scenarios. Like what is the worst possible thing that could, have to, that could happen to me in this situation? So if I apply to the scholarship and get rejected, okay. Uh-huh. Um, so that would be my, my advice to, to, to listeners, to you. Put yourself out there. Um, and that, that even means taking a girl on a date. That means... I just think that's truly something that's underrated is asking a girl out on a date, even if you don't know her that well. I mean, yeah. people these days, hookup culture slash, you know, different types of cultures, very weird. And sometimes it's just underrated to ask a girl out on a date or go talk to that professor who you're intimidated by or go apply to this internship that you have realistically no chance of getting. I mean, yeah. don't wear yourself too thin, but that's kind of the the general idea. Yeah, I think that's I think that's really great advice, especially for today's age. Um, what are some ways that you kind of do that now since it's something you wish you had done back? What's like what what's what do you do to make up for that, I suppose? Yeah, well, there's there's a few things. I I think I mean mainly I'm I'm a semester away from graduating college and having my whole life ahead of me. Mm. I've I've tried to take a lot of time and been very open and and strong-willed on trying to find what I what I want to do, um, 
but also I haven't let that, you know, what I want to do with the rest of my life. But I, I haven't let that like overwhelm me. Cause I think that's a pretty overwhelming question. I mean, you think about, yeah. you go home for Thanksgiving and these adults are asking you, so what are you, what are your plans? And it's like, maybe you have a plan. Maybe you don't, I don't know. I mean, uh-huh. if you have a plan, good for you. Um, I'm not that blessed. I don't have really any idea of what I want to pursue with my life. I mean, I know I want to be a good husband and a good father and provide for my family, but I don't really know how, in, in what context I'm providing for my family. Yeah. Um, so I, to answer your question, I've, um, yeah, I've applied to a lot of jobs, but uh-huh. I've also realized that, you know, maybe, I mean, I know we, we share this and maybe your listeners don't know this, but we share the entrepreneurial spirit and, yeah. um, that kind of just, reckless abandon to you know not have to take or listen to anyone else i guess that's kind of the idea but maybe we can get that into that later but that that idea of you know i think i think where i'm at now is not being afraid when someone asks me what are you going to do after you graduate Uh i don't know or i'm going to start my own business or you know whatever your answer may be to realize that the only person that matters is you so if you're comfortable with what you're doing, then, um, then no one else's opinion matters on the, on the object, I guess. Yeah. I, I really like that. I think that goes back to the fourth episode here. Um, talking about stoicism. That's a really good mindset to have. Um, I'm wondering how has caring more about people and being more, um, open with people, I suppose. And then also, um and kind of getting out there and doing what um is necessary how how have those two kind of come together like how do you how would you say that you have learned to care more about people and also not really care what people think but also kind of jumping in to that yeah well first of all i think another thing that's quite underrated in our time of day or our culture is, is some people who can listen. So when you, when you can just so ask someone, how is your day? And they respond and then you listen to them or talk about how they're feeling. Um, that's pretty powerful. And that, I mean, when people do that to me, I feel amazing. It makes my day feel better. And when I do it to other people, I can tell it, it, you know, it, it does the same for them. Um, and when I say go get, go after it, don't care what other people think about what you're doing. That's not a mindset of like, Oh, screw you. I don't care what you think of me. Yeah. It's that, oh, Nick, I know that you want what's best for me at the end of the day. So th- if you see that I'm happy, you're not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. So it's the idea of pick- picking your friends and your friends will support you in something that you're passionate about and you're working towards. And the people who won't support you in that, maybe they don't matter. Maybe, they're, maybe they just need time. I mean, yeah. it's not a, also a, if you don't support me, I'm pushing you away. It's a, look, this is important to me. And I, th- I, I really do truly believe that people who love and support you will understand that and, and, and not stand in your way and even probably back you. Uh-huh. Um, so it's a dichotomy, but working between the two of those mindsets, I, th- I found to be, um, they go together better than they, um, go against each other. Yeah. Um, what are some, like things in your life and especially in college that have helped you really grow 
um, into manhood as a man, like leadership roles or things like that? Yeah, um, I think obviously some of my classes, some of my professors mm-hmm. uh, here at Hillsdale, that's, I mean, that's one of them. I also think, you know, being a sports, sports is, in my opinion, one of the greatest ways that you can prove yourself as a leader. Um, and, you know, being on the club soccer team here, I know it's not a, a varsity level team, but that's been impactful, just like playing on my soccer team in high school was. Um, people, yeah, I mean, that's where leaders are born and, and raised is on, is on the competitive field because, you know, it's, it, it mirrors real life, I think, at sometimes, And mm-hmm. um, that's honestly something that I'm really excited about as a father. I see a lot of parallels. Not, I'm not a father now, just to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, hoping to be a father one day is um, there's so many good life lessons to be learned on the sports field. And, yeah. um, and I think that if you go through your life or your ch- child's life, um, just playing sports to play sports, you've, you're missing out on a lot of great life lessons opportunities Mm -hmm. yeah i think there's a lot to be said about especially for men uh, like you know young boys um being in contact sports and you know winning but i would honestly say more importantly losing and learning how to lose well and then learning how to get back up again and you know do it again and not let failure um overwhelm you yeah i mean Life is literally just loss after loss after loss. I I, I think, quite honestly, like you, yeah. life likes to beat you down, and it does. the sooner you realize it, the better. And um, yeah, I uh, I'm th- I'm grateful for my my dad, especially playing sports at a young age. He never went easy on me. Like you know, we'd play basketball. He'd swat swat my shot out of the air, some yeah. stuff like that. And I learned pretty early on, like don't cry about it, don't complain about it, like work on it. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I, I'm grateful for him for the way he taught me that. And I, I think it's come in life. Like I, I've been rejected many times in many different situations and be easy to dwell on that, but yeah. you get up and you move on. And I think that's, you know, something as, as you're a man that you, you can't dwell on failure. You can't dwell on loss. You can't be afraid of it. Yep. I mean, that's, I mean, you, you look at you know, famous, the best players of all time. You look at Tom Brady, unfortunately, he's not afraid of losing. He's, he, he and he's lost a lot of times, but he also, he's also won a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big thing. I I feel like I've learned from, from college is, is, is this, this sports arena even. Yeah. I think that, you know, not being afraid of failing has a lot to do with, getting out there and doing what's necessary, like applying for a scholarship, you know, the worst that could happen is they say, no, you're not good enough. They reject you. I think rejection is a huge part of growing as a man. It's that crucible that you put yourself in that um, really forces you to kind of pick it up and keep going and grow more. It kind of teaches you pretty, pretty early on. You're not special. Yeah. And that's not like said rudely or whatever, but it's good to know you're not you're not very special. There's there's hundreds of yous out there, um, but only you can use your get talents and gifts to the best of your ability. So. Uh huh. Um, what are some things in your current life, or maybe in your near future, as you're graduating from college here in the next couple months, that you're trying to do 
um, trying to grow as a man and improve your life? Yeah, well, I mean, I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about faith. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, Tillsdale has definitely strengthened my faith in talking with people who, you know, I'd never met a Catholic before coming to Hillsdale. Um, And so being able to talk with them about their faith has been impactful. Um, First, yeah, I would say, first of all, faith, working towards understanding what it means to be a Christian um, and a Christian in my context, being a Christian husband soon, Mm -hmm. being a Christian student, being a Christian employee, being a whatever Christian in wherever you are. Right. Um, So, you know, trying to read the Bible, um, other things like that, have those, these types of conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, Secondly is, which has been really, really hard for me because I'm kind of bad at it is time management. Yeah. Um, You know, College is pretty good place to learn time management. And after that, I mean, you, you work, I don't know, eight hours a day, and then you have a lot of time, you know, figure out what to do with that. So I've learned p- pretty early on here is that when you're not, when you're not good at time managing and then it comes down to crunch time, you're sacrificing conversations with friends, conversations with your girlfriend, fun opportunities because you procrastinated or put it off until um until that time where you have to do it and everyone else is doing other things yeah um so time management and then also just trying to really understand kind of like what you're doing although i'm not quite um reading about great men i mean i took dr jennings leadership class and mm-hmm. learning about these great men and what made them great I mean, you're interviewing guys I, I think you look up to or you're friends with, and that's important. I mean, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't know anything. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm giving my own experience. I'm sure Jeremiah or McGrory, or, or, you know, were very helpful in that and had lots of great things to say. But, um, I mean, I have great, I had great role models growing up. My grandpa, both my grandfathers were truly great men. Yeah. My dad, my uncles, um, you know, I love them all very much. And, really, I mean, you can only look at someone else and, and take their best qualities and, and try to build upon them. So yeah. I guess that's my answer is take, look at people that I admire and that who have done great things and try to take their best qualities and, and move forward. Yeah, that's really good. I think, um, role model, role models and, um, men you look up to are very like essential for becoming a better man because without that, you know, you don't really know where you're going and it's just kind of a blind guess but especially someone close like you know your father uncle or um is really good to have that it's it's a lot closer to the heart than someone like you know theodore roosevelt's like you don't you didn't know him um all you can do is read about him but that's really good any closing remarks you want to say yeah i would just say that i think um what you're doing is valiant i think you know, we're all in the pursuit to manhood, even if we don't quite realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that you're going about it the right way. And I'm, um, just impressed with how I've seen you grow in the past. I guess it's been a little over, a little less than a year that I've known you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited to see what happens and where you keep going. So thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we'll end with this quote, uh, from the Bible. If anyone wishes to be first, he shall be the last of all and the servant of all. 
Where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder in every foul practice. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure, then peaceable, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits, without inconsistency or insincerity. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day, and we'll see you next week.